This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Game one of the ALDS between the Indians and the Red Sox. One final postseason for David Ortiz. His former skipper says, hello, old friend. They are ready to rock and roll in Cleveland. But so too was Red Sox rookie Andrew Benintendi. It's his first career postseason at bat in the top of the third. Working quickly, and that one is leaving quickly. Over the wall in right center field, and Benintendi has given the Red Sox back the lead. You can't even relax on the ninth hitter. Yeah, no nerves right there. He just walks up there calmly and hits a home run. Perez getting the start. He was held to 61 games and only hit 183. Swung on, hit high, deep to right. Betts is back, track near the wall, goal! Roberto Perez goes apple. Solo home runs by the number nine hitters on both sides. Now here's Jason Kipnis. The wind in the 0-1. Swung on, hit high, deep to right center. There she goes. Three to two tribe. A no doubt about it. Blast to right center by Jason Kipnis. Here's Frankie Lindor, switch hitter batting left-handed. Swung on, hit high. Hit deep to right, bats at the wall, leaps, it is gone! Back-to-back jacks! Three home runs in the inning! The home run derby has broken out here at the bottom of the third in Cleveland. A mob scene in the Indians' third base dugout! Miller time already, and Miller has issued a rare walk, and now it's runners at first and second with two down. Here's the 2-2. Swing and a miss, strike three! Got him with the slider. Santana at the plate. In the air to left field, Benintendi took a step in, now goes back and makes the play. And look at Perez, he's going to tag. Here's the throw to second. He is in there. Bold base running to get a runner into scoring position. Drew Pomerantz comes on the Indians' former first-round draft pick. Here's the 1-0. Swung on, line drive, base hit center field. Headed to third, being waved around is Perez. Here comes the throw, and he scores standing up. And the Indians are up 5-3. Top of the eighth. They trail the Indians 5-3. In the air to right, pretty well hit. Keep your eye on it. Back to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. Brock Holt with a solo homer to lead off the eighth. Then it's a one-run game. It's really warm here right now. The ball generally carries well when it's warm. So with one out and a run in in the eighth, Brian Shaw departs. Cody Allen coming on to try to get a five-out save. Tying run now at third. It's Marco Hernandez and Xander Bogarts at the plate. Check swing, he went around, strike three, got him on a curveball. And Cody Allen rises to the challenge. Well, here we go, folks. Bottom third of the Red Sox lineup. Bradley strikes out for out number one. Indians trying to hold serves. Strike three, ball gets away, but not far enough. Perez going to run him down. 
and lay the tag to heck with the toss to first. Benintendi with a two-out single, and now Dustin Pedroia gets to bat. And about the last guy, Terry Francona, wanted to see bat this inning. Check swing, pitch in the dirt, appeal at first, throw by Perez to first. It's a strikeout! It's a ball game! Pedroia screaming at first base up, Phil Cousin. A curveball in the dirt. And a look at the replay. He definitely went around. And the Indians have won game one in the division series. The Indians hang on to beat the Red Sox 5-4 to take a 1-0 series lead in the ALDS. The clubs combined to hit six home runs, all solo shots. That ties the ALDS record. Both Cody Allen and Andrew Miller record 40 pitches apiece, each season highs, as Allen records the second five-out save of his career and first in the postseason. Game two takes place on Friday. David Price for Boston, Corey Kluber for Cleveland. No one could have envisioned Trevor Power getting a game one start in a playoff series for the Indians, but when called upon, the right-hander responded. With numerous injuries to the Indians' top flight rotation, it was Trevor Bauer who got the start in Game 1 as the Indians prevailed over the Red Sox in their ALDS opener by a 5-4 final. Matt Wehmeyer alongside Jack Morrison. Jack, Trevor Bauer, first career postseason start. He was behind the eight ball pretty quickly in the top of the first. Red Sox had runners on the corners, nobody down. Heart of the order coming up, but Bauer did a great job minimizing the damage. Yeah, damage control is always something that you judge young pitchers, especially in their first postseason game. How will they handle adversity when it came when it comes? And it came early with Trevor Bauer, but he got out of it. A great play at the plate was uh, possibly a second potential run. It could have been a blowout inning for Boston, but he was able to manage damage control in that first inning. And from there, I thought he did a fairly good job in the middle uh, couple innings that he pitched. He had a great curveball tonight. I think that was his go-to pitch. I thought he threw a few more fastballs up in the zone than he needed to. Uh, he, he's one of those guys that loves to... Th- try to get you to swing out of the zone, up in the zone, but the home run that Leon hit was a case where he threw three straight fastballs, two of them up, out of the zone, and the next one was just up to the top of the zone. He was ready for it. Now, it was uh, kind of a mixed bag, as you alluded to, for Trevor Bauer in game one. He did depart the game with the lead, but he did qualify for a win. Terry Francona takes him out in the fifth inning a little bit early. What did you make of that decision? Well, I think, you know, we'd have to ask Terry really what he thought because he knew something we didn't, but I, I think he's seen enough out of Trevor Bauer to know that maybe he's getting the ball up a little bit too much or or the breaking ball isn't quite as sharp or he's going to the fastball too much. Either case, he knew he had Andrew Miller in there and he wanted to get him in, but uh, overall I think he's got to be fairly happy with Bauer. He got him into the fifth inning and I think that's really all he wanted. Terry Francona demonstrated very early in this game he was going to use his best guys out of the bullpen no matter what the inning or what the circumstance. The Indians prevailed over the Red Sox in game one of their ALDS in Cleveland on Thursday night by a 5-4 final and some interesting bullpen maneuvering, a big reason why. Matt Wehmeyer alongside Jack Morrison. Jack, I think it's safe to say that uh, the Indians bring in some guys in some unfamiliar spots out of that bullpen and Terry Francona managing this game with a real sense of urgency. Yeah, this was a very important game for him. You could tell that he wanted to win this game, and he brought in Andrew Miller, who could be their ace, to extend him a couple innings. He needed some key outs in the middle of the game. He thought at the time they might be more important than later in the game. Miller was able to do his job. 
course, uh, he had Cody Allen to come in and to extend him late in the game to get five outs instead of his typical two outs, but certainly put a lot of pressure on the bullpen. And the real question now is, uh, will they be healthy for tomorrow or what, who, who are they going to use in game two? Yeah, that, that's a great question, especially you mentioned Cody Allen. He records the five-out save. So let's uh, assume perhaps safely that Miller's not available. Cody Allen is not available. A lot of pressure on Corey Kluber to go deep in game two, but there are some options in the bullpen nonetheless. There certainly are. Zach McAllister is available. Dan Otero is available. And, you know, Brian Shaw pitches every day. It doesn't seem <laughs> to matter. So I know Terry Francona is pretty comfortable with where he is. He would rather win that first game and have this problem than not win the first game. A big reason why the Indians took game one by a 5-4 final, the efforts of number nine hitter and catcher Roberto Perez. October baseball often produces unlikely heroes, and Roberto Perez fit that bill to a T on Thursday night. Matt Wehmeyer alongside Jack Morrison. Jack Perez had a great game all the way around in the Indians' 5-4 win over the Red Sox in game one, and Perez hit one of the six home runs on the night. That ties an ALDS record, but uh, the home run, like I said, by Perez, just a small part of a very big performance. Yeah, an unlikely uh, hero in game one, but Perez came up big. He did it all. Defensively, he was able to tag a runner out for the third run in the inning that potentially would have been the second run for Boston early in the game. He blocked a bunch of balls that were in the dirt. In the ninth inning, he was able to block a ball that kept it in front of him, and the ball ricocheted off to the right side. He ends up tagging out Leon for the second out of the inning in the ninth. Uh, did it all defensively and offensively. You mentioned his home run in the game. He got a single, which he tagged up, went to second base. Then he was able to advance to home, score a run because of his good base running. You know, he, he knew what he was doing. It was kind of fun to see, but a great game for Roberto Perez. And it's, it's one of those deals where, given the opportunity, it's nice to see a guy that might not have been there had had other things worked out for Cleveland. And Jack, it's funny how things work out sometimes or don't work out. The Indians try to trade at the catcher position at the trade deadline. That falls through. Their starter gets hurt, and now they're left with Roberto Perez, if you will, and uh, all he does is come through in a big way in game one. Yeah, I'm not sure that was the original game plan for Cleveland to have Roberto Perez in the postseason as their number one guy, but when Jan Gomes went down with injury, they went out and tried to get Jonathan Lucroy, and he turned down the trade to Cleveland. So it ends up that uh, Roberto Perez gets his opportunity and he came up in a big way in game one. Terry Francona managed with a sense of urgency in game one, resulting in a 5-4 win over the team he led to two World Series titles. What made you go decide to go to Miller that early? Well, one, he's really good. Uh, um, there was a lot of a combination of things. I didn't want the, their, the meat of their order to come through the third time if they had a chance to tie the game. And Trevor was nearing 80, coming back on short rest. There was a lot of combinations. Um, you know, when Andrew first came in, he threw, they made him throw a lot of pitches. Um, that's a heck of a lineup. He was up to the task. I mean, he's, that's why we got him. How much did having Kluber going tomorrow play into the way you use your bullpen tonight, knowing that Kluber can give you some innings? Well, I mean, Kluber's our, our guy. But no, we were just, we were trying to win the game tonight. Um, we'll try to win the game tomorrow. I mean, I was joking with Klubes and told him he's on a tight 165 to 170 tomorrow. <laughs> but, no, I just think, uh, you know, nobody ever said you have to be conventional to win. And we've talked about our bullpen, and those guys did a heck of a job. Can you talk about the uh, the third inning, the three homers, and not only the three homers, but sort of taking control of the game? I, yeah, I don't know about taking control of the game. It it's, didn't seem like the control was there until the last out. Um, 
it was certainly exciting to watch. I, what I guess I liked the most was when they scored, we came back and scored. And, you know, you knew it was going to be a good game. Um, but, I mean, that was far from under control. Hey, Terry, how big was uh, Perez for you with the homer and then the single and the tag and the whatever first inning? Yeah, he, 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 uh, he, he played a real good game. I mean, he swung the bat. His base running was – I thought that was an outstanding, you know, tag at first. And I'm not sure if it was a slide or a car accident or something going in a second. But, but that, was a, that was a nice piece of heads-up base running for us. And that's the things we have to do to win. Offensively, defensively, and on the base paths, Roberto Perez did it all for the Indians in a game one win. Oh, unbelievable feeling. I think, uh, you know, I, before, the game, before the game, I was talking to Napoli. He had a, he had a lot of experience in the playoffs, so he was, try, he, he was telling me, don't try to do too much, just try to put the ball in play, good ABs, and good things will happen. Terry went to the bullpen early. You saw the 40 pitches from Cody Allen. Andrew Miller coming out of the bullpen in the fifth. A couple of innings, four strikeouts. How good was his stuff tonight? Oh, he's unbelievable. Uh, I think he is one of uh, the, the nicest guy uh, I ever caught. And uh, I think everybody's confident about him coming in, into the game. Uh, oh, man. Uh, he, he was awesome tonight. Though Jason Kipnis may not get the attention his counterparts do across Major League Baseball, he proved once again how indispensable he is for this Indians team. We play with a lot of energy. We play with a lot of emotion. Um, that's, the way we, that's the way our team goes. We've got up and down the lineup, 25 guys who are baseball players who love to compete, and we ride the waves, and that was a pretty high one. And started with Roberto, a great at bat. Jason, as a hitter, what's it like when you have to face a guy like Andrew Miller in the fifth inning? Miserable, <laughs> especially as a lefty hitter. Um, I've, I know what those pitches look like. I've faced them, and I've walked back to the dugout with my head down after every time seeing him. And um, it's it's as much confidence as I have on defense. It's probably as little confidence I have hitting against him. So it's um, you you really have to kind of pick your spots against him and kind of get lucky. You have to guess right, and after guessing right, you kind of have to execute. So it's it's not a fun at bat for lefties. Andrew Miller revived his career during his four-year stint as a member of the Red Sox, but it came back to haunt the Red Sox as Miller was lights out in game one. Did you and Tito talk before the game about you potentially coming in as early as the fifth? And if so, what was the earliest that you would have came in? Yeah, I didn't put a number on it, but you know, I knew to be ready early. I think everybody is at this point, and you know, these games are a little bit different. We have more off days. We just had a few off days. We've got one coming up. It's just the way the schedule works. And I think you know, there's so much adrenaline in these games. You find a way, and uh, you know, it's a little bit of a different animal. And you know, these games are important. We'll all find a way to be out there. The first inning you were in, guys on first and second, the two-two pitch. You got David Ortiz. Could you go through that? Uh, yeah, not the situation I want to be in. I think uh, I'd like to come in and you know execute a little bit better early on. But you know, found a way. I think uh, a little excited, a little overamped for the situation. Unfortunately, found myself facing David in that situation. But you know, just trust it. I'm prepared. I I can make a pitch and get out of it.